he made uh, Tony Khan look like a jerk when he was sitting right beside him. So I don't see any hope for CM Punk. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your trio phenom, SP3, back once again with the legendary Dutch Mantel. How are you doing today, Dutch? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well, and I'm ready to talk about the things we got to talk about, because we've had a, a couple of days rest. Yes. And, uh, and you see the cigar? You know what that is? What it's is that? The, Tennis, the Tennessee Volunteers smoking the cigar after oh. defeating the vaunted Crimson Tide from Alabama for the first time in, I think, 17 years. And did you so, see a picture of, of the field, you know, after after the game? They no. said estimated 50,000 people on the field. 50,000 people. Wow. And well, they're not well, supposed to do that. But well, Dutch, let's do. let's let's get you into like the, the 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 21st century. Now new kids nowadays for what you're trying to say, they would uh-huh. say you're smoking on that Alabama pack. Well, I don't even know how this started. I think Bear Bryant is an old legend. Bear Bryant smoked a cigar. Yeah, and these kids today, they don't even know who Bear Bryant is. But they, but that's you know, how those, that when you when you defeat someone, that's what they say. Especially if you have a cigar, you're smoking on that Alabama pack. Oh, that's what they say. Yeah. So they're keeping it going. Yes. Well, good. Good for them. Good for that's them. Whoever, keep- whoever, like, like if my if my team, the Lakers, beat a, a the the Portland Trailblazers, I always uh-huh. say I'm smoking on that Portland pack. Oh, I see. There you go. Well, I'm glad you to catch me up, but I still don't know what you mean. But anyway, it, it was a good, it was a good point, Sid. Well taken. All right, let's get to talking. What, <laughs> let's what talk you, about wrestling talk about? now. Uh, let's talk about CM Punk. Uh, you know, uh, firstly, I want to say, you know, we we didn't weren't able to review AEW Rampage this past week, but a lot of the stuff from AEW has to do with outside of what's going on. And now two, almost two months later from the all out brawl out situation with CM Punk, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. I like that. All out brawl out. Yes. I like it. You make that up. No, no, no. That's that's everybody's calling it that. The brawl. Oh, okay. Uh, the Wrestling Observer newsletter reports that CM Punk may be out his way on his way out of AEW because the company is looking to buy out the remainder of his contract. This all stems from that fight, and it was noted that AEW is still talking with Punk about a return, but it's currently doubtful that that will happen. And the talks of a buyout suggest that AEW isn't looking to bring him back. The sticking point in the negotiations though dutch is a non-compete clause currently which we'll get into a little bit more but just first off with cm punk and aew in contract buyout talks when we were you know you were still doing this show on sports kita a year ago when punk first came back that was the first time you ever reviewed a really an aew show one of the first ones you watched did you think that this would happen so quickly for someone that you have, you know, been backstage with before? So, so quickly, it's been a year. A lot of things can happen in a year. But did I predict or did I not predict that CM Punk was going to possibly end up suing AEW over the all-out, brawl-out incident? I said that, correct? You can back me up on that. 
And I think now they're talking to him <clears throat> to keep him from suing them. Because, let's look at it. Here's CM Punk. He's been in the wrestling business. And he's a little bit, he's a wrestler. So he's a little bit, got that little shady side to him anyway, to begin with. He's, he's looking for the edge. He's looking for the slope. And now he's, he sees Tony Khan sitting over there. Billion dollars. He's worth over a billion dollars. His dad's worth $8 billion or whatever. And he's thinking, well, just buying out my contract may not be enough. I think he still is going to end up in a lawsuit. I still believe that. They can talk all they want. But, and he can say, well, they came in there and then he could claim this and this. And that's what AEW doesn't want. They don't want to take it down to a lawsuit. Now it puts all their business out on the street. And you, you mentioned Meltzer and those guys. See, they're pissed off right now because they don't know really what's going on. And I don't think uh, Tony Khan wants them to know. <clears throat> but for somebody like Meltzer, oh, I know everything. Nothing gets by me. That's why he's pissed off. It makes him look bad because he can't get the, the scoop on really what's going on. So uh, your question was, did I expect it to go this way? I expected maybe not this way. But I, I expected it to go south, uh, I, I would say, within 18 months. And it even beat my prediction. Uh, it went south in a year. So, And now I also hear that Punk is talking to WWE. Did you hear that? No. No, that what that's why I left off from, from that point are the report from Wrestling Observer newsletter. Like I said, the sticking point in the negotiations between AEW and CM Punk in regards to a possible mm -hmm. contract buyout is a non-compete clause, which would prevent WWE from scooping him up right away if they wanted him or he wanted to go back. Of course, with Punk currently injured, he wouldn't be able to wrestle again until long after any non-compete was over. No one in WWE had had any contact with cm punk but he is that, close friends with, you know with he is he is close friends with uh adam pierce and paul Heyman. this is all according to the report from the wrestling observer newsletter and what anyone would be talking about as far as punk and wwe also uh should know pw uh torch wade keller talked about it as well and he said that the people that he's talked to from wwe influential people would be a hard no uh in regards to cm punk coming to the company uh from the report from wrestling observer newsletter though finishing up that one it's believed that most aew talent turned on punk in recent weeks due to the tv promo on hangman page what he said at the media scrum and uh basically the subsequent brawl and sean russapa fightful as that there were some in aew who thought the company might try to buy out cm punk's contract immediately after the brawl but it's unknown if there were plans that far back but going back to the wwe part of this uh story do you do you think that there's a chance we could see cm punk back in wwe within the next year i don't think so I really don't because he's he's shown his he's shown his colors that <clears throat> he is independent and I mean no company can have an employee or a vendor around that their number one goal is is themselves but most wrestlers that is their goal is to protect their spot protect their place in the in the lineup but I think Pop. Punk supersedes that 
He's all for punk, and he don't care about anybody else. So I think if they did do it, they would be inviting a future problem. And because I'd love for them to take him. After I said they're not going to take him, but they are inviting a future problem. Then I could come on here and say, hey, didn't I tell you several months ago they were inviting a future problem? Now, look at them. And I don't think Triple H gets along that well with Punk. That's what I've heard because, I mean, you know, Punk, Punk you, has made a, a lot of en- enemies along the way. You worked with the company back in 2014 when CM Punk walked out on the company. And I think I think it's not crazy to say if there's anyone in the wrestling business that might have a worse relationship with Triple H than they do with Vince McMahon. It might mm-hmm. just be CM Punk because yeah. from everything that he said himself on the podcast following his departure from WWE, it was his disagreements and his not seeing eye to eye with Triple H more than Vince that led to him leaving. Yeah, well, that mere fact right there is going to, he's going to stop CM Punk from setting foot back in WWE. And at this point, they don't need him at all. I mean, if this had been, say, three months ago, yeah, they may have been able to. They needed everything three months ago. But now they've kind of filled those gaps in. And I don't think there's any need for CM Punk. I don't think. But I don't think we're seeing there. And I think he will end up still. It will boil down to the longer these talks go on with Punk, uh, the, the greater the, the, the lawsuit on his side. And I think they'll end up paying him a bunch of money just to get rid of him. So you think that's going to be kind of the end of the CM Punk AEW story is with the contract buyout. If that's the case, what do you think about this this year run for CM Punk in AEW? You know, there it's kind of the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh, it's like there was good in there. You know, his pro, his uh, whole program with MJF really get, delivered some of the best wrestling television of the year and mm-hmm. that I've seen in recent memory some of the best promo exchanges that we've seen he put on a great promo exchange that you got to see on Rampage with Eddie Kingston last year that was mm-hmm. uh, filled with realism great short program with him you know the run up to winning the world championship against Hangman Page but it seems like the kind of the the slide started with getting injured immediately after the uh the winning the world championship and it's kind of been the bad repeatedly after that the injury well, then the promo on page and then the rant at the media scrum and then the brawl well he just blasted everybody and he blasted tony uh khan when he was sitting two feet away from him and and tony never tried to defend himself or tell uh tell punk he didn't need to be saying that or whatever but he made uh, Tony Khan looked like a jerk when he was sitting right beside him. So I don't see any hope for CM Punk uh, going back other than to get his money. And he's still, I mean, he's not gone yet. They're going to have to settle on his contract. And it's very interesting to watch how that's going to end up. But I think the only one who knows is Punk and his attorney. That's the only one who knows. So, you know, another thing I thought about the other day, you know, these guys like Melcher and all those guys, they try to get the leaks. Funny there's nothing leaked out about Vince McMahon. Well, there was. It was linked out to the Wall Street Journal, though. Yeah, I understand that. But (laughs) since that time, 
where is Vince? What what are they doing? Or if anything. And I think that's another thing that Meltzer's mad at WWE because now <laughs> he can't get the inside scoop because I think they've slammed the door on that. I think uh, Triple H and uh, well, Triple you know, H is not Triple H and them are not a part of the investigation though. I understand that, but they're yeah. not leaking anything. No, no, no. The board of directors. You no, know they hear. No, I'm they saying the, the board. I, I, what, what I'm saying, the board of directors deserve praise for that, not Triple H and Stephanie and them, because they're not a part of the investigation. The board of directors have been good to not let anything link out, so they deserve but, the praise. And remember my statement: Who leaked it in the first place? Had to be Nick Khan, I would think. I think it's but, Stephanie. Do you really know you don't? I do. Why, why do. why would you think that? Because around the time that we got this information about Vince McMahon was around the time she had she took the leave of absence from the company. And when mm -hmm. she took the leave of absence, that's when all these reports were coming out that she was hard to work with, that she she wasn't right for the position, all that stuff. Then the Vince stuff comes out. Then it gets more serious. The the money comes out. The Wall Street Journal report comes out. And then, of all people, Stephanie McMahon's back a month later, and she's the, the CEO. It kind of worked out in her. It was like she took the leave of absence to, to get the information out and then came back to clean everything up. Well, you may have a point. I don't think she leaked it out, but I don't think she hampered it either. And then again... And I hate to say this, I don't think they're, they're smart. What about if Vince kind of eased her in there in his spot anyway? He helped her in. Well, Vince has I, been who, grooming who her for that position for a while. Well, well, she's in it now. And the company has, has made a, a almost 100% turnaround since, since Triple H took over. Uh, if anybody doubted him, you can't doubt him anymore. And yeah, they're still going to have... It's almost like a new company starting. They're going to have some some birthing pains along the way. But I think they're getting over them. And I'm, I look for big things from them. Yes, indeed. Uh, to finish up with the whole CM Punk AEW situation, we should also note that Ace Steel was uh, released from the from the company as well, and it kind of takes into point what Dave Meltzer said on Wrestling Observer Radio this week. He says that the investigation into the backstage fight is believed to be wrapping up. Meltzer explained, it's so unlike most organizations in the sense that when you've got the big star CM Punk, and I know a lot of the locker room is very negative to him but when you've got your big drawing card and something like that happens you try to salvage it save it i know a lot of people are disappointed i'm not saying that the decision is wrong considering how much they put into the decision and you know that again you're not getting rid of your big drawing card unless it's way way over the bounds so basically what Meltzer's saying is a lot of people are saying what seems to be the outcome of this whole investigation is Tony Khan is leaning more to the elite side over CM Punk. Do you think that's the right decision if you're in Tony Khan's position? Well, I can't answer for Tony Khan, but I think he's going to go back to the guys he knows the best, the elite, uh, the Bucks, and he's going to try to salvage what's all messed up. I think they would be flying high right now had not this incident happened. Yeah. I think because it was 
you can't, it's almost like you can't mess that up. But somehow, <laughs> AEW found a way to, and the Bucks, okay, when the Bucks went in there, what would you say? They went in there to confront him, fight him, or what? I think they went in to address the issue immediately right after a situation where it was clear that CM Punk was in no mental capacity to have a conversation like that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the greatest uh, ace that he has if he does decide to sue is part of the management came into his uh, dressing room aggressively and in his viewpoint they came in there to attack him and they can of course they're going to deny it all day long but if this goes to any kind of a trial that's going to be a big sticking point so i don't i don't see him coming back i think tony khan's going to end up paying him a bunch of money sign the nda and let's go and then you can talk to and if they want him to uh, not work for 90 days i think he wouldn't mind that but I think he did. He's just keeping it there just, just for the hell of it, just to mess with him. I, I mean, I think, I mean I the, non-com- the non-compete could be longer. The huh? non-compete could be longer. Other than 90 days. Yeah, it could be. So, anyway. Interesting story. And if I don't know, if Melcher don't tell me what's going on, I don't know what. <laughs> I, either, I think I just I just going to shoot myself or something. It's, it's either Meltzer or Sean Ross up because uh, uh, the final note on the CM Punk story is that Fightful spoke with WWE sources who wouldn't comment in official capacity, but gave background with some insight, saying that they didn't think that Vince McMahon would have brought uh, CM Punk in, especially after Brawl Out, and noted that Fox had actually pushed for CM Punk to sign with WWE before he signed with AEW. However, the line of thinking that was presented to Fightful under the Triple H regime is that the right situation, right money, and right creative can open the door uh, for anything within reason. One said Triple H wants to be a success and make compelling programming more than anything. CM Punk back in WWE is compelling programming, but I can't see it being a full-time deal like what he has in AEW because of exactly what happened in AEW. That's even if he has interest, if he gets a buyout, he may not need to work again. Yeah, that's true. I agree with everything you say. So... That's a hell of a sound bite. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> excellent right there. See, we got we got Dutch Mantel agreeing with what Sean Russell. Said.